Welcome to Namely 90s, the podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. Hello, this is Andrew. That's Brandon over there. You're listening to Namely 90s online at Namely90s.com and on Twitter at at Namely90s. That's with a 90S. And, uh, well, here we are. It is sometime in June. I was going to say you sound uh, you sound better, but um, compared to last episode for some reason. But then you got really nasally at the start. So I don't do you sound better. I was. Well, that's how I sound. But I was dutifully speaking. I was dutifully speaking into my microphone only to find out later that, in fact, I had left my webcam as the primary recording device. So. So anyway. The FBI has the same audio quality that you guys got on the last podcast recording. All right. Um, (laughs) So it's June. So we're going to move on in months and move up another year to June 1997. Let's set the scene. It's the summer. There are summer blockbusters in theater, unlike, well, I guess right now. Um, uh, let's let's just a rundown of the movies that I thought were significant uh, in box office for June 1997. Uh, Con Air, starring Nick Cage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control, which I think both Sandra Bullock and Keanu were reprise their roles in Uh, um speaking of sandra bullock uh my best friend's wedding which i want to say is her and or julia roberts i get them confused that's not the one with jennifer lopez it's a different that's the wedding planner what am i thinking um Uh, and then uh hercules the animated movie uh, no relation to the show car- starring Kevin Sorbo. Uh, that movie had Bulb, Bulbcat, Bobcat Goldthwait in it. That guy is a super wait, weird really? dude. What? Yeah. Because uh, James Woods was Hades. Who did Bobcat play? I don't know, but I recall and, listening to an old love line mm-hmm. recently, and they've mm-hmm. been having a lot of Bobcat on there. And, uh, uh, and Danny DeVito was the little um, the yes. Minotaur guy. Yeah. Is he a minute? He's not a minute. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Batman and Robin. You may remember this for being the George Clooney Batman. Um, the the one that kind Who of forget? Tank, tanked the uh, Batman franchise and superhero movies in general for the 90s. Um, and then finally, Face Off uh, got into theaters at the end of the month. Now, that's a real family friendly movie there. Oh, yeah. Uh, moving forward. Uh, the WNBA plays their first game on June 21st, 1997. That's the WNBA. Um, yeah. Uh, wow, 23 years. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. In addition, uh, the United States Air Force announced, uh, or sorry, they report that the Roswell space aliens, all the way back from the 40s, 50s, uh, were actually just dummies on June 24th of 97. 
Sure. And finally, to round out the the usual intro, the Billboard Hot 100, um, the first week of June and I think the end of May was Umbop was at number one, uh, followed by I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy and Faith Evans uh, Ooh, going yeah. from June through late August. And that was their memoriam for uh, the notorious B.I.G. Wasn't who that also passed away like, earlier the year. From the tune of the Sting song? It is just the Sting song. Okay. Except um, Puff Daddy pretends to rap and i think uh i don't know how to pronounce this rapper's name but it was like 112 or 112 or is it p diddy or is it ryan at, diddy combs or whatever at that, sean combs sorry papa diddy, diddy puff puff smurf uh at that point i believe it was puff daddy puff yes, diddly you're thinking of sean diddy combs i don't I know say ryan did you say weird. ryan i did yeah Huh. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the stage at which we set this trip wow, down what a time lane. to be alive i know i really just wanted to talk about batman and robin uh i know i know our podcast has a wider berth than just movies and pop culture but we're heading into the summer months where we should have movies in the movie theaters and summer blockbusters and i i wish we'd seen black widow and i'm just kind of like we may we may just keep coming back to this on these topics for um for a while uh for the next couple episodes at least and i just batman and robin a terrible movie this is the one Mm. with arnold schwarzenegger um as mr freeze as the main villain but also had uma thurman as poison ivy and alicia silverstone she came in to be barbara wilson alfred's niece who eventually became batgirl really a star-studded cast yeah chris o'donnell's robin uh george clooney who's who left er i believe at that point in time to to follow a movie career just how badly did that flop too uh that is a good question I, it's critically panned it has an 11 percent on rotten tomatoes but oh. i did not think to look how much i think i don't think it flopped i think people just hated it um and other reasons why all the ice puns that um that arnold schwarzenegger had chill out chill like <laughs> he would he would not stop like every single time he would do something it's ice pun <laughs> and some of them are like really bad stretches yeah i think after a while the audience got cold to those yeah oh wow <laughs> uh <laughs> did you did you see that movie like ever? Um, no, but I did hear when they all got together, the cast for the first time, someone uh-huh. suggested they do an icebreaker. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, okay, so things that you missed out on, other than all of the bad puns that you're now just making. Um, let's just. Uh, oh, uh, the budget was uh, 125 to 160 million dollars, and the box office drew in maybe 238 mill that's not um, very good but i think back then that was okay i think so uh so other things that that the audience fans and the audience alike didn't like they're the bat nipples you uh Sorry, this what? is 
this is the this is the movie that introduced bat nipples um on the bat suit on on the george cooney bat suit there are indents for his nipples <laughs> like is he is he suiting up shirtless in this bat armor and then those, uh, he's just like poking through because it's i mean it is cold with mr freeze around um but there yeah there are clear bat nipples like if you just google and this is going to ruin your your google search history but if you just google bat nipples uh the first thing the first <laughs> thing that'll that come up is uh, uh is that with safe search on or off off and i i realize that even you as a veterinarian probably have researched bat nipples at one point but no. you should just um you should just type that in there and see what you find. I feel uh, like uh, bat nipples also, if you Google that, could take you to one of those like Chinese black market meat things. And that's oh, yeah. literally literally how we got coronavirus. <laughs> There's also some sort of an armadillo involved. It's no, like, anteater. It's, uh, it's like pepperoni. Um, uh, on top of that, there's the bat the bat credit card which for some reason in my mind it was always an american express card but i just looked it up and it there's it just says batman and it says good through forever because it's batman forever wait sorry i would love to just try to use that card right now go to like a fine steakhouse just plop down the batman credit card Uh, and the provider is goth card there. I swear to God, it was a MasterCard though. Like I, or American express. Like I, I feel like there were commercials and I guess I didn't do enough, uh, pre-research on this, but yeah. Well, if they don't accept it, you can always offer to show them your bat nipples as payment. Uh, they're already out. Uh, and hard. Um, yeah, overall it was a, as a kid, I liked it because, well, I like I like Batman. I like Batman the animated series. Um, Uma Thurman uh, was interesting as Poison Ivy, and there was a terrible subplot where Chris O'Donnell's like, uh, "I'm been your sidekick for one movie, and now I'm like not being utilized. Uh, I'm gonna go join Poison Ivy," and then it turns out that he put like rubber lips on his mouth so that he couldn't get poisoned by Uma Thurman. I mean, poison uh, ivy. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also the C plot where Alicia Silverstone realizes that, Hey, these two strapping young men that live together, uh, that my uncle, um, looks after, uh, they're not, they have a deep, dark secret and it's not that they sleep together. Um, yeah, it's she becomes bat Batgirl. And it was then the late she, '90s. People yeah. weren't weren't quite hip to that just yet. Yeah, and then she goes on to breastfeed her kids for s- seven years. And um, who's that? Not, not vaccinate them. Alicia Silverstone. I don't know if oh, that's okay. correct, <laughs> but I feel like that sounds correct. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is bat milk particularly nutritious? Not in universe. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, she, she was one of, one of those extended breastfeeding, um, people. So, uh, yeah, also something interesting. I, I know we keep coming back to baseball, but we seem to enjoy baseball as children. Um, yeah. the first ever interleague play, uh, started on June 12th, the San Francisco Giants beat the Texas Rangers four to three. 
and now it's just like a commonplace thing for oh interleague play yeah whatever but before june 1997 there was no it's always entertaining it's always entertaining to watch the pitchers try to bat right like would you would you rather be in the al or the nl because like you as a pitcher i think i'd prefer just to throw and not enjoy myself further like yeah. yeah, the National League always just seems like really obscure teams to me. But it's just I'm from the American, you know, from a town with an American League team. I'm from at least America. for now. Yeah. Oh well, America. don't say that. Don't say that. If we lose the Mariners, I because yeah, we lost the Sonics. I I don't think I can handle losing a baseball team. But hey, at least we're getting an NHL team at some point soon, maybe. I like how uh, yeah. throughout this whole coronavirus thing, like many things were considered non-essential, like the construction of my house, mind you. Um, <laughs> Wait, but really? Yes, they stopped for like a month. Huh. But uh, by golly, that that arena they're building—that's that's essential. We got to get that get that worked on all throughout the quarantine, which makes total sense. Well, it's like what am I? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like I, I've seen construction going on around town, and that's weird. That they stopped on your house. Oh, yeah, well, well, it I mean, sucks that they stopped in your house. I mean, Idaho right now living there for the most part and mm-hmm. restaurants are now open at half capacity. Whereas in Washington, you uh, basically can't, you, you can't get in anywhere. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm a, we're, some of our restaurants are opening back up for dine-in at the end of the week. Um, well, actually if we think you, about it, it was a week ago. Mind um, you, we're recording this early. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, right now is the first week of June and uh, whatever is happening with your coronavirus is different than what's here. But we're in California and Washington, so they're mm-hmm. pretty pretty overly conservative, I would say, in a liberal way, yes. if that makes any sense. Uh, I, I followed you. What he's trying to say is that uh, being two liberal states, we're being actually cautious about going back and not spreading the virus further. This is not an explicit podcast, otherwise I would say the things that I would was actually thinking about the government. Uh, and then um, at the... Well, so uh, we're going to be one of the first counties to open back up since we're smaller and have... A bunch of hillbillies? Yes. Uh, a lot of people clamoring for that opening back up. Um, speaking of making random noises with my mouth, uh, umbop. I feel like we should touch upon this. Hanson. Hanson. You're like the Jonas Brothers of the 90s or the Jonas Brothers, the Hanson of the 2010s. Uh, I think neither because the Jonas Brothers have, have had an extended career. One is in acting now. Uh, he was in the Jumanji reboots. Oh, wow. Um, what a... Uh... What a stellar acting career. <laughs> Didn't they have like a television series too? Um, uh, but I, I, you know, I would compare them more to like a InSync or a Backstreet Boys than Hanson who they were around. I think they had that one album and then they continued to try to make music, but no one recognized them for anything other than Umbop. I'm pretty sure the Jonas Brothers had like purity rings in the early 2000s. Yeah, uh, I mean, early two. I don't think I don't think they were around until like 2010. Oh, is that right? Gosh, time flies when you're old. Getting old, yeah. 
yeah, it's just well. So they were interviewed in not the Jonas Brothers. Um, Hanson were interviewed in 2018, and finally, and finally said, "This is what Umbop meant." Uh, are you ready for this? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh yeah, uh, a lot of people ask what Umbop means. Zach said, "Well." Mbop as a word, it represents time. It represents the fact that time passes very quickly. And so in a story about reaching for what's important and kind of driving towards the impossible dream, Mbop is telling you, go now, go now, go now. Because in a moment, in an Mbop, life will be over and have passed you by. So Mbop isn't so much word as a way of life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What yeah, nonsense mon- it, is that? That was terrible. I, I actually saved reading that until just now. And wow, uh, my God. And isn't isn't the last line just from that Green Day song? There's something unpredictable and in the end it's right. I hope you have time to No. Yeah, that's that's such crap. I'm sorry. That whole that whole sort of self-relating ridiculously long explanation of what some crappy sounds sound like. Well, I'm sure they've been asked for, uh, for nearly two decades at that over two decades at that point. It means some producer means. told them this is the song you're going to do. And then they did it and then they made a bunch of money. Right. Cause I don't think they wrote their songs. They were just three, no three brothers that were marketable. Uh, God, I can't believe their hair though. Uh, yeah, did you think they were girls the first time you saw them? They're not girls. <laughs> I thought they were a girl band. <laughs> oh, uh, what, a, what what easy humor. No one's going to find that funny. I know. Um, yeah, I just typed Hanson into Wikipedia, and it says, do you mean? And there's no mention of the band. Do you mean androgynous <laughs> uh, i pronounced it wrong it's hanson no with an o instead of an e so so hanson yeah that was were they was it like a big thing i just remember hearing a lot about it but it was was it because they were popular or good or is it because it was kind of like a novelty well, I mean, it was Dang. a one-hit wonder. I'm pretty sure it was top of the charts in May. It came out in April, March, um, and then since they were a bunch of long-haired boys, all the girls were like, "Oh my god!" Yes, that's exactly how they sounded. And now they grew up to be, well, they're what ten years older than us. Handsome. No, the the girls who liked Hanson a lot, probably. I'm pretty sure people like our age liked Hanson. We were nine. Uh, yes. <laughs> I feel like they they well, appealed to us. Correct. St- we were eight. Okay, true. But I feel like they sort of appealed to a little bit older demographic. Not much, but a little. Uh, I mean, it was a pop song. I. What would that make a second grade? Third I grade? I can't remember. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah um, sorry, I was just reading. They released an album on Def Jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, Hanson, the Metal Years. Yeah, uh, Island Def Jam, but still. 
Um, sorry, uh, I got sidetracked there. I, I mean, I feel like Kids Bop, Kids Bop did not exist at the time, and Mbop was such a nonsense song that it didn't really dive into "Ooh, girl, I'm gonna get you." And so, I mean, yeah, it went people, much deeper than that. It turns out, based on that guy's explanation. Can I? Can I just? Can can I read you the lyrics? I just it's oh, please do oh 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 yeah. You have so many relationships in this life, only one or two will last. You go through all the pain and strife, then you turn your back and they're gone so fast. Oh yeah, and they're gone so fast. Yeah. Oh, so hold on, the ones who really care. <laughs> In the end, <laughs> they'll be the only ones there. And when you get old and start losing your hair, can you tell me who will still care? Can you tell me who will still care? Oh, care. Mbop, ba do ba dop, ba do bop, ba do ba dop, ba do bop, ba do ba dop, ba do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This sounds um, like a really bad spoken word or something. Mbop. Mm-bop. I mean, if you want me mm-hmm. to do my Shatner, I can oh. go. Mbop. Ba do bop dop. No, I just I remember. Do-bop. I imagine someone in like a crappy cafe going, going through all that stuff. Relationships. Mbop. Mbop. Oh. <laughs> and then a bunch yeah. of golf clapping and pretentious cocktails. This, yeah, this is genius. We'll be rich. Like, oh, good lord! Um, actually, I think about it. I'm pretty sure. Just last night, I heard uh, a a slower cover of Umbop, and I can't remember why or for what reason. Yeah, the what reason is the thing I'm gonna gonna it ask. Was on, it why? was on. Te- it was on television. There's still new episodes of stuff coming out. Huh. Yeah, we're mostly into the deep stuff like uh, Nat Geo and Animal Planet. So, wow, Ooh. that's, a, the, that's, that's what I call deep cable. Deep cable? Uh, or you mean the stuff like that you can like somebody. package with Disney Plus? Yeah, you go it's, with the Disney Plus bundle. Hey, you know what? There's some good shows on there. Okay, there's there's Alaska State Troopers. There's all those law shows where they go around and measure people's fish. Uh, there's those funny episodes, those funny shows where people try to build like wacky houses way out in the middle of nowhere out of like garbage and tires and stuff. Just it's like pretty entertaining. People's fish. <laughs> yeah, it's like Texas game wardens. They go around and measure your crabs, count your fish. Wow, how are we doing a pop culture podcast together? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, who doesn't want their fish measured? I mean, to be fair, I just watched the garbage that's on the CW. Uh, oh, oh, that's, that's what it was from. Small. Uh, it, well, so I watched the DC shows, um, uh, Arrow, Flash, etc. But there's a new show called Stargirl uh, with L- Luke Wilson's in it. Um, uh, you know, the brother of, wow, that's amazing. He was Mitch in um, Old School. You watched old Wait, school. He's actually on a CW show. Yeah, well, okay, so it's it, it's wow. it's airing on something called DC Universe, which is the um, Warner Brothers comic book uh, streaming service. Also, fuck you, DC, for having HBO Max, DC Universe, and HBO 
go or now or whatever, uh, which you all have to subscribe to separately um, just to see everything across. And they share stuff, but not everything. And um, there you have it. We're either going to bleep that or <laughs> click explicit for the episode. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Take I long. Sorry. I forgot, just, it was one. It was one. Um, <laughs> Perfect. We can be on <laughs> FX after 9 p.m. Oh, or FX, FXX. Uh, FXX. X6. Um, all right. So, one last thing I had for June 1997 is that across the pond in merry old England, um, J.K. Rowling published, England. published a little known book called Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Yes, but Americans were too stupid to understand what that meant, so they had to change the name. Yeah, it didn't. So they didn't release it in the U.S. until September of 1998. So I don't know if you want to wait until we get to that specific podcast to talk about the I just first think it's Harry funny, Potter. Some of the British words that they use, you know, like philosopher instead of sorcerer. Well, the philosopher's stone is an actual like thing from mythology. Sorcerer's stone sounds like Mickey like shat something during Fantasia. Or well they they call lawyers or attorneys solicitors. I just think that's such a weird term. That's right. You've watched uh most of Law and Order UK. Oh, that was good. That was good. And uh, all of Top Gear, of course. And, and a lot of there are a lot of Doctor Who alums on uh Law and Order UK, not to not to throw it back to last episode. Um and if you if you couldn't tell, we recorded these episodes back to back. Um hard to tell given my mic changing uh, as far as but quality, that's why I but... had to make fun of him for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much everything I could think of from well, June 1997. Okay. Do you have any um, any any other thoughts? Any any personal stories? Any other thoughts you want to grace um, us with? No. Uh, oh boy. Well, um, let's see. I, I my other career, my main career is as a, a vet veterinarian, and uh, the other day I had a, a client tell me that our prices were rape. <laughs> Wow, uh, and yeah. I get I get in trouble for the f bomb. Yeah, and and I found that to be fairly offensive, but then I just didn't care and I went home. But what a horrible person! Yeah, um, that what was cool. A horrible person. This whole coronavirus oh. thing is definitely either made people nicer or made them worse people. I mean, everyone is kind of on edge. That That is fair. Yeah, but that's no excuse. No, uh, that is a terrible, terrible person. Uh, let's see what else. Um, yeah, going, going on a diet. Uh, and then today they ordered uh, Olive Garden at work. So I basically ate all of the calories I hadn't eaten in the last five days. Which is how um, dieting works. Whoops. So that was kind of a fail. Frankly, uh, and you're saying this because you know full well your wife doesn't listen to this podcast, right? And then, and then I got well, I exercised running back and forth through downtown Spokane, trying to find a place and trying not trying to find a place to record, mind you, and trying not to be shanked by a homeless person. Yeah, that was very that's brave. Spokane. I believe it is referred to as Spokanton from time to time. I'm pretty sure some lady was trying to score meth because she like went to the ATM, but she kept walking back and forth and I kept walking back and forth, but our paths kept crossing. She also had no teeth. Was it a vestibule? I looked, no, actually it wasn't. I couldn't even get in the vestibule, but I I realized I looked homeless too because I'm carrying like 
two bags and I've got like another piece of equipment in like a clear garbage bag. <laughs> it's just blowing around. I just look like a homeless weirdo. Did you take an entire computer to, with you or like? No, I mean, I have my laptop and then I have my headphones box and then I have my boom arm thing. And uh, yeah, so I just look like a homeless person running around downtown until I found a better place to work out or to work, I should say. Okay. Um, well, for your birthday, I know what I'm getting you. Uh, 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 the shed <laughs> so I could lock myself in the shed and yeah, that'd record. be easier. I was just thinking of like something that allows you to fit all of those things into one easily carryable or something uh, to ward bag. off the homeless people. I mean, do you have enough force to, to shank them before they shank you? No. Um, <laughs> And on so that what? Note, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say what? Uh, ooh, let, let's do this. What podcasts are you listening to these days? Uh, most of the podcasts that I listened to ended like a couple months ago. Uh, Harmon Town, uh, uh, Harmon Town <laughs> ended. Why did they end? Uh, he's been doing it for like eight years, and felt it was time. Ah. And then uh, half hour happy hour ladies night um, also ended. Hashtag ladies night. And, um, you know, I think LeVar Burton Reads is on hiatus. So I am down to I've been listening to The Darkest Timeline with uh, Ken Jong and um, the guy from Seattle. Um, Joel wow. McHale. Thank you. Uh, Ken Jong um, and Joel McHale. <laughs> I, I do have to just come out and say this. Ken Jeong is not funny. No. Not funny. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I've seen all of Community. There are not- parts where he is <laughs> hilarious, but he does. He cracks himself up a lot. And it's uh, it's Jimmy Fallon levels of uh, cringe. I want to say when he doesn't have writers, he's not funny. Yeah, that's fair. Um, he's a doc. Well, he, he was a doctor. I do know that. Um, the only podcasts I listen to, as it turns out, are pretty much things with Dr. Drew in them. So, <laughs> oh, you're not listening I'm, to your economist podcast anymore? N- n- no, mm-hmm. no. I have been listening to Dr. Drew after dark, which is pretty funny. It's got some comedian on it, and they just like watch TikTok videos and make fun of basically mentally ill people. It's so really I'm funny, though. That. Um, because we aren't on video and we also mm. aren't famous. So yeah, that's um, fair. Yeah. And then his regular <laughs> podcast is pretty good too. I'm listening to that right now. Um, so, so check that out. Uh, All right. yeah. So that's, that's uh, a bunch of free plugs for things. That so we'll never we plug us. Yeah. We aren't related to. Um, and that, that's, that does it for this week's edition of Namely 90s. Uh, my name is Brandon, and that is Andrew. You can find us on Twitter at Namely 90s with a 90s, or find our personal accounts at Bishwitty and at Namely Andrew. And tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. You can also contact us through our website, Namely90s.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us. We would appreciate it if you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, TuneIn, and wherever you get your podcasts that and this has been namely 90s and we will catch you next time <laughs>